Sean was in the Facebook support group for foster parents looking for some help. The state of California has placed four kids in Sean's two-bedroom apartment. Sean has not been trained. The kids really should be in therapeutic foster care. The kids are not in school, and it's really a wild story. Let's listen. I don't do that now. I was taking my kids to therapy, and she said, you know what I need you to do? What I do in my office, I need you to do that at home. And I was like, okay. okay. And she was like, well, what would you do if you had an employee to come into your office? Would you argue with that person? I said, no, I wouldn't do that. I'm at work. She said, well, do that at home. Yeah. And when she told me to do that at home, it, a light kind of went off in my head. And I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm not going to argue with them. Okay. I'm not going to get upset. It's my home. I'm not going to live anywhere where I can't have peace of mind because it's my home. It's my sanctuary. I'm sure you do not want to have kids in your home making noise, fighting all night and doing all that crazy stuff. You're the authority in the home. You're the one that has to set the rules and the guidelines. When I was 12, my mother didn't allow me to go anywhere and spend the night. Right. And I can tell you another big problem that you, I don't know if the kids are in contact with their biological parents. Yeah, they are. See, that's another problem. They're trying to parent from the sideline. Okay. Because well, the mom has been helping me. Uh-huh. Yeah, like she she helped last night and helped calm down the situation okay. to, to some extent. Well, yeah. what happened last night? Uh, well, so so uh, the little girl joined us and nearly got uh nearly got sent away because she was getting out of control pretty easily. Okay. And how did the uh, little girl? 10. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so so there's a situation where their uncle showed up because I live in a similar neighborhood to where they, they used to live. Okay. And, uh, and their uncle showed up and he had been, he showed up three times. The third time he shows up like blasting really loud music at like 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, I live in a pretty quiet neighborhood. So, I, you know, and so I got a little bit, a bit upset with him and then the little girl got upset at me getting upset at her uncle. Yes. So, we're off to the races and that resulted in her actually in a car the next day with the social worker because it had been like a visit from her previous foster situation. Okay. But what happened was I get a text from the so- from the social worker saying the new foster placement for the little girl just canceled. Can she come back and stay with you till we get this figured out? Well, why didn't you just say no? Um, well, I mean uh, – because I'm trying to work with these kids and yeah I mean if their placement falls through that has nothing to do with you right good rule of thumb biological Uh family is not allowed at the home okay right Um, you know family members coming to my home thinking they can come in and do whatever they want to do I don't play that right but that's a good rule of thumb you know hey your uncle's not allowed at my home it sounds like you are a therapeutic foster parent I don't know what that. I don't know what that is. Where look, you may be one and just don't know it. Sure, yeah. You're taking in kids with behavior and mental issues. Well, they definitely have that. Yeah, then, yeah. Then so. that's then that's considered their therapeutic. But okay. um, yeah, I would have went outside. It's a foster home, and you're not allowed to be here. Please don't come back to my home. If he comes back again, you call the police. Yeah. Kids will come in and they will just take over. 
Right. Yeah, that's sort of what's happened now. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, sometimes it may go so far, you may have to start over. Right. When the next group come in, or maybe it's one or two or whatever, you set those ground rules from day one and don't veer off from them. Don't give it. But then, if, if but what what happens if you get kids who just buck, buck, buck? Well, that's the thing about it. Kids are gonna they're gonna want they're, they're gonna want a phone. Uh-huh. They're gonna want their game system. Uh-huh. They're gonna want to go out on Fridays. They want you to take them somewhere. If right. you move into my home and you don't follow the rules, I don't give you anything. You get nothing from me. But how do you get the phone back? Who's paying for the cell phone? Yeah. Who's yeah, paying me. for the cell phone? Uh, then you turn the cell yeah. phone off. Right. Then yeah. you turn the Wi-Fi in the house. Okay, well, no problem. That's what I did last night, yeah. That's it. You don't argue. You don't get upset. Uh-huh. You don't. Let me tell you something. You never let them see you upset. Okay. You remain calm at all times because you want them to see cool, Sean. I, 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 was, I was pretty calm last night. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was actually pretty calm. Inside, I was pretty pissed, but I, I was pretty calm about it. Yeah, and when you and turn the, off, today, I've been calm. Yeah, and yeah. when you turn off the Wi-Fi, uh-huh. you let them come back to you begging to have it turned on. First of all, nobody's going to live in my home, and I'm going to say, give me your cell phone, and they're going to tell me no. That's the kid that has moved into your home, and he's reading you, and he uh-huh. knows that right. you're not going to do anything if I don't uh-huh. give you this phone. Okay. Correct. Well, I mean, what can I do, right? So, well, I mean, you say just give them other consequences, and they, they want they don't want the other consequences, so they give up the phone. Most, most of the time, but yeah. it's, it's when they first move in. Yeah. Here are the rules. This is the penalty for not following that rule. Okay. You call me out my name, you cuss me out, I'm going to want your cell phone. And then in a lot of cases, I'm like, if you know, if you have a problem with the rules, then maybe this isn't the home for you. But I okay. can tell you, I've taken kids from lock facilities and I was able yeah. to turn them around. But I well, set the rules day one. But I, I mean, you know, the thing about it, you have to everything has to be done really from a place of love. Uh-huh. You have to celebrate the small moments. But. If, you know, it's, uh, we got a kid and he's bringing home nothing but, you know, F's and D's. If he make a C, you have to be, oh, you have a C on your report card. Oh, I'm so I'm good with with that part. I'm good at, Mm -hmm. like, I'm really good at the positive side. Like we do all sorts of fun stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now that they're living with me, because I've, like I said, I've known them for five years. Now that they're living with me, basically, we had a few times in our relationship where things got so bad that I dropped them off at their house and we didn't talk for like a month or two. Okay. And I was just working with other kid, with working with other kids, and I was okay with that. Um, but now I can't do that because they're, you know, in my care, you know. So, so I mean, how did you become their foster parent if you was working with them for five years? Right. Yeah. So, uh, so I've known them for that long. Uh, and then there was an incident outside of me and they all got picked up by the county over the course of a weekend. And so then, and so then the county is trying to figure out where are we going to place these kids? Cause they're in like the temporary sort of, uh, assessment center. Okay. And, uh, and the county says, county says, okay, we've got these four kids, but can you take the 15 year old? And I said, okay. 
then so he and I and he and I have known each other since he was you know ten eleven years old. So you know we, I, I know the way he rolls and he's difficult, but we can make it work. And I got a big two bedroom apartment. This is fine. Okay. The two middle boys get placed uh, at a city. Uh, I'm in Oakland, California. Are they related uh, to the fifteen year old half brother? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, but they have grown up together, so effectively brothers, just different dad. But but the 15-year-old's dad was was killed, and so anyway, then like was raised by their other dad. Okay. So okay, so then the two boys uh, actually they're funny. They 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 run away from the spot in Modesto, walk 45 minutes to the bus stop, catch a bus, catch the catch the subway, and end up back at my house saying, oh, we didn't – later for that spot. We weren't trying to live in that spot. So they get themselves from Modesto, California to Oakland, California, my spot, wow. and I'm kind of chuckling at this point because they're fun kids. They're adorable when they're in their – you know. so I'm like, okay. So um, Yeah, they're fun until they're not – <laughs> yeah, they're, they're you know they're happy to see their friends. They're bragging about how they you know got out of all this. So then the so then the county is like you know can they stay with you? So that ends up becoming like a semi permanent thing. But at the same time, I'm starting to have trouble with a 15 year old like smoking weed with the window open. And I'm saying, bro, like just smoke weed down the street. You know what I mean? Just yeah. my landlord my landlord doesn't want me smoking or burning things in the house because we got wildfire issues in California. So then. Uh, the little girl, then I get a phone call that the little girl has been really difficult with the foster placement she's at, and can she come and be with her brothers for a day or two while they figure out where they're going to put her? So that happens. So now I've got four of them for like a visit, and then she ends up going to this foster placement, and then two days later doesn't like it, comes back to me, and then what I what I described. Well, so what that has ended up being is all four of them in my house, but the 15-year-old, the 15-year-old has been avoiding staying at the house because he's because there was a big fight between the 15-year-old and the 12-year-old, and I think he's afraid that if he stays at the house, that there there's going to be more fights and somebody's going to get injured. So, yeah. so let me ask you this. Uh-huh. So. Did the state give you a foster care license? Did you go through any type of training? Well, that's that that is starting, but this is like an emergency placement. So they they've put them in my care, and then that is beginning. Like I had the first two interviews with the social worker, and then I'm in the process of scheduling my orientation. But so this is the are they this, paying you? They they so they will, um, but it's like they they said that basically I get back paid. Um, uh, you know, in a few months or something. Here in Virginia, you yeah. have to have a foster care license. They would, right. I mean, there have to be background checks. So right. Many things they did be- the initial background check yeah. on me. That that took like two or three days, but then, uh, but then everything, boom, 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 as I described. Wow. I was a teacher. I, I was a ninth grade teacher as well. So you know, I have a little bit of a. I work in tech, but I was a ninth grade teacher for a little while. So I have a little bit of. And then I've also known them. But yeah, yeah. Um, well, some of the key things like yeah. like disciplining correctly go ahead yeah i mean you know when you're a teacher you get to go home <laughs> yeah you get to go home you don't have to deal with them you know yeah. you, at the end of the day you're finished you're done at you know three thirty, four o'clock and you know it's, yeah. it's a whole different ball game when they're living with you yeah yeah but it's funny of, california's california's so wealthy but we have some really backward systems yeah. you know what i mean yeah because i'm here to tell you that a 15-year-old would not be placed in my care, and then okay. he would make the decision to say, hey, I'll be back 
and he would be uh-huh. gone for days. That just wouldn't fly in Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Um, another thing is several of my close friends are foster parents, and definitely we would not allow bio mom and aunt and uncle and all of those people to just show up at my door. Okay. Yeah. I'm starting to figure out that not every state is, you know, run their foster care system the same way. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I started a, uh, I started a nonprofit this year because I have a good tech job. And so I've been spending a lot of money helping kids. So I started a nonprofit to kind of help me with my taxes, but also to do some more um, fundraising. So my goal here has been, you know, a lot of, a lot of these kids, like, let's get some additional funding into the system. Let's identify what needs to be, what needs to happen. So that's sort of like my long-term goal here over the years. And then when these kids went through, um, and I thought, okay, this is an opportunity for me to learn firsthand. But I haven't been trained, and I'm now yeah. appreciating how much, because uh, the, these these conflicts are not something you can improvise, because I'll yeah. make I'll make the wrong, instinctively I'll make the wrong decisions when, when it's negative, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've I had a one kid that for the first two months, he would jump out of the car. He would just, if he, we would get into an argument, he would jump out of the car. This is very early on. I'm saying like within my first year of doing um, therapeutic foster care that maybe like the third, the fourth time he jumped out of the car, I left him exactly where he stood right there. We was at McDonald's and I came on home. That was the last time he jumped out of that car. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. It, it, Were you able to build a relationship with him? He stayed with me for three years. Okay. He stayed with How did me it, for, he stayed, I mean. How did he end up? That or was around 2015 or whatever. He actually okay. is in college right now. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So, it makes you feel so good. Yeah, trust me. The rules have to be in place when they first move in. And if you said you're in their neighborhood, those are the oh, yeah. best kids to take. You don't want somebody being able to walk up the street three blocks from your home and go to their cousin's house. Yeah. So that's definitely a no-no right there. Okay. Don't, you know, don't, take, don't take kids to live in your neighborhood. Okay. And try, if you know, for me, it always worked best when the biological family is not involved because the, okay. the thing about that is... I mean, think about growing up. You didn't have, you know, two sets of parents. Yeah. You, Your mom and dad said, hey, these are the rules, and you're going to follow them. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. On, on the flip side, like, I've got some exciting funding coming through. Like, my plan was not necessarily to be a foster parent, mm-hmm. but, but I did want to get plugged into the foster parent community so I can find out where we can build new resources. So... I'm excited about that. Yeah. I mean, uh, California, maybe California, we need to kind of implement what Virginia's got going on or maybe just double the number of people. I don't know what it is, you know. Let me tell you something about Virginia. Virginia Mm. is very good at taking care of their kids. The nice thing is that I make enough money that I don't need the county money. But uh, I didn't need the money either, but it's nice to have. Sure, yeah, it makes it easier. Uh, Yeah, California's 1K, (laughs) a kid. I guess I'm, you know, I'm excited about, yeah, I'm excited about, uh, you know, learning what it takes to, uh, 
learning where more resources can make a difference, you know, because it makes me real excited to hear you say, you know, the story about the kid jumping out of the car and that he had a successful outcome. Because that's really, that's really, if I can just dedicate the rest of my life to trying to make that happen as much as possible, it doesn't need to be personally whatever it needs to be. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. But it has to be done from a place of love. I have to, you know, I cannot stress that At, at some point. The kid is going to have to feel that you really care and love them. That's it. Yeah, I do a lot. I think I do a lot to build it, but then I do a lot to sabotage it as well. Just because of the the nature of my personality and kind of what I went through. Yeah. um, That I don't fully trust. What's the word? I don't fully trust myself sort of committing emotionally to like a kid. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Kids are very smart. They know who care about them. Yeah. And if emotionally you're not there yeah. to be there for the, you know, for the long haul, maybe it's not for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they have a stepdad. Yeah. But it sounds like you need a lot of help. Yeah. I can't believe the state is like, hey, he doesn't have a license. He hasn't been trained. Hey, can you right. please get this? Right. That's insane. Yeah, pretty insane. And then the, you said the the fifteen year old just, I'm, hey, I'm not. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been staying with his. Well, he says he's been staying with a friend of his. So. I mean, come on, man. I I wasn't able to do those types of things until I got to be a grown man out on my own. Right, right, right. And at fifteen. Yeah. Can you imagine at 15, your parents was like, hey, go ahead, do what you want to do, hang out. Yeah. Well, that, that honestly, for him, that has been his whole life for the past few years. Like, he's been, because his mom's homeless, and uh, and his and his his father doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't, doesn't do any parenting. And so he has been, and he has been sort of going different places around the city with his mom, kind of staying here for a few months, staying there for a few months, not in school. So, you know, that for him, he's used to that kind of lifestyle. So I've seen a lot of kids lost to the system and it sounds like he's one. Yeah. 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 It's hard. Okay. Don't take on the responsibility unless you're 100 percent ready. Yeah. Because kids in care need a lot of attention. Okay. Yeah. And most kids actually, I believe, most kids like rules. Okay. Yeah. A lot right. of them like structure. Yeah. That's what I was told when I was a teacher as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was not my strength. Yeah, and, and if they're there and they're kind of doing their own thing and we have rules this morning, we don't have rules this afternoon, it's not going right. to work. Yeah. It's not going to work. And, Sean, it's okay to call the state and be like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. This is not working. Right. Get some training. Right. Not regular friends, but get some foster parents friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're the you're the first. Yeah, Yeah. because I'm telling you, them kids they they run in your house. Yeah, absolutely. If you think about it, with the 15 year old, he hasn't been challenged. He's been living a life of doing whatever he wanted to do. Can you imagine when you was 12, 13, 14, you wouldn't be the person you are today if your mom and daddy said, go do whatever you want to do. Right, yeah. You just be confused and get into trouble. Yes. 
yeah, and I think these kids can sort of sort of sense that I don't know what I'm doing because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I think, and I, and they've given me a lot of leeway because we do have a lot of goodwill. Next week, the final part of Sean's story. <laughs>